Hey, I'm Serge. And I'm Peter. And you're listening to Future Break. Welcome to the Future Break Podcast, where we talk about emerging technology, human behavior, and what it all means for the future. Yeah, we're excited to be back. It's been a while, hasn't it, it Peter? It has been. Yeah, and we uh, we have some great news again. I uh, just wanted to let you know that we are part of the Podglomerate Network. <laughs> this is a great podcast network. Um, I just want to give a shout out to a few shows. You can listen to things like Plus 7 Intelligence, Writers Who Don't Write, which is, is a great one here, and also The Feast. So uh, you can check out The Podglomerate at thepodglomerate.com. And uh cool thing is all of our episodes and... Uh, the different podcast providers are we're all actually on, on spotify now as well yes we are on spotify that's huge isn't it it is <laughs> so if you're on spotify and you don't you don't want to download us on itunes you could just go ahead and stream yeah and we'll probably post a link on on our facebook and and our website as well uh where you can find all our our podcasts as well so agreed yeah we're excited to be back it's been about uh, i think about three weeks and we we hope to kind of kind of be more regular now i think with uh yes with episodes and we had some life changes life changes which <laughs> maybe we'll talk about in the next one sure that sound good sure yeah and also a quick shout out to some of you listeners uh, one specifically who reached out to us um uh, boy i want to get the name right here brett from brisbane 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 thank you sir for sending over the article about this concept of changing airports so you've you've probably if you can imagine airports today you've if you've flown on a plane you know you like taxi and yeah it's a straight line right it's a it's a straight line and there's multiple lines right yeah there's multiple pathways um you might have to taxi all the way to the you know the fifth runway down right right well there's this concept that brett sent over of it's a david actually i'm gonna correct you here oh david g is it oh i'm sorry (laughs) so if there's a brett from brisbane listening to us we love you too buddy david i'm sorry (laughs) we got that confused with somebody else i'm sorry david this is no way shape anything we appreciate you sending it over i apologize david thank you for sending this (laughs) over um yeah, no, David sent over this this wonderful idea. Kind of, I want to see implemented. Yeah. So it's, think of it as a like a racetrack, and like as a true racetrack with with slanted um, banks. S- banks, yeah. yeah. So when people come in, when the planes come in, they like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're coming in at an angle, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you already are probably because of the crosswinds and stuff, right? But uh, but the concept I, is is you could fly in, you can get out. And it's and it's a, just kind of a looping thing that keeps going over and over again. Sure. I mean, as it stands right now, and I, this is where I will admit that I'm not an engineer. I don't understand some of this. Probably low pressure, high pressure when these planes take off stuff. Yeah. But, um. Anyways, the concept here is just it's just a really interesting concept because I know one thing that inhibits planes is they have to wait sometimes right. for the air to settle before right. they come in. And I think this sounds like. That would not be an issue, at least yeah. not as big an issue. So, well, it's like a think of it as a roundabout for um, for planes. Yes, right. So instead of like you're you're coming up to a stop sign, it's more like that roundabout where you just keep going and you stay in your lane. And, and so, something we'll have to keep our keep our eye on, definitely. Yeah. So, David, 
David from Brisbane. Thank you so much. Thank you, mate. And actually, thank you for listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, all the way from Australia. Man, Australia. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> We're glad you find this interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to, uh, I think we'll have to have a post on there. We, we'd love to see where you guys are listening to us from. So mm. we'll have to make a post on our on our Facebook and just, just comment where you're from. And, and we'd love to kind of see... Uh, where where this future break is is heading out so absolutely well uh, i think it's time to move on to our next segment right peter yes the future news flash future news flash so in big news we have adobe uh that is actually finally for real this time for realsies getting rid of flash in 2020 I know Adobe's been uh, slowly pulling that back anyways because technology has changed and moved to a native, so you don't have to use a plug-in to display video and things like that. Um, but this is really for real this time. I promise the death knell to flash. Death knell to flash. To flash. So <laughs> we'll see where that goes. So just the other day I had a... You need to run. You need to have Flash running in order right. to do this. I know. What is Flash? <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming in 2020. All right. Uh, one thing we wanted to talk about was Visa offering restaurants the Visa Cashless Challenge. So Visa is reaching out to restaurants. Um, they say it'll be awarding five hundred thousand dollars to fifty eligible U.S.-based business food service owners who commit to joining the 100% cashless quest. Obviously, Visa is is here to profit on this. Obviously. Um, so, I would say, well, to keep track to see what actually happens with that, I'm sure there will probably be people who adopt it, but um, I don't know. And it's not really necessarily cash. It's a $10,000 gift from Visa to help pay for technology upgrades which I've heard is, well, yeah, they'll be obsolete three years anyways. Right. And uh, customers, still about a third of customers pay with cash. That's too big of margins in my book, but, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. We'll see where that goes. And the other kind of really big tech news, um, if you've been following along, um, and we're a little late to the game because we haven't had the podcast for a while, but Uber's Traver- Travis Kalanick uh, actually resigned as CEO. So, um, if you've been following Uber, they have uh, they have a pretty serious culture problem, I would say. And based on that, based on some of the stuff that's been going on there, he had really no choice, I believe, um, than to resign as CEO. He stepped down for a little bit, and then he's like, "I'm, I'm done." Actually. I'm done. Yeah. And so, um, it's interesting to to me that you know it's. He's a founder, and you can never, <laughs> you're never off the table to, to get the axe if if things are not going right. Right. And one of my favorite favorite new quotes that I've been telling a lot of people is, um, it's not what you teach, it's what you tolerate. Mm. And they tolerated a lot. They did tolerate a lot. And this that's that's from Jocko Wil- Wilnick. Uh, oh, the podcast. yeah. Jocko Great Wilnick. book, by the way. Um, a little bit off topic, but... Um, I think they tolerated way too much, way too much. Um, and so that led to his ouster. But we'll see uh, what happens. We'll see 
if they can land someone that comes in and, and really starts reshaping and changing the culture for the better, hopefully. Um, but it was a shock to see that nonetheless. Absolutely. So and that's our future future uh, newsflash for today. It's a little bit light on, on the on the newsflash, but um, we'll keep an eye on some of these uh, topics and things that are happening throughout the world. Indeed. So, let's jump in, Peter. Let's jump in. Um, we're talking about net neutrality today. Yeah. Yep. And uh, just just like that, we opened a can of worms that we can't ever go back from now. <laughs> um, for what it's worth, this is this is one of those things where we actually realize with the podcast we have that there's this convergence and I. Have to, we have to admit this a little bit, okay? There's a convergence of technology in the political world that is almost inevitable. Yes, yep. With certain things, for With sure. Certain things, for sure. And um, as we've stated before, we are probably more so libertarian, classical, liberal of mindset personally. Yep. Between the two of us. So just so you, ha- we have that out of the way. But not exclusively. Though, but not Peter. exclusively. Absolutely not exclusively. As a matter of fact, we really don't like labels on that. So, <laughs> but if you had to try to find an area, that's kind of where we're at. But um, that being said, this net neutrality is something that I want. We want to play out a little bit. Yeah, right? we're gonna have a rumble match. We're gonna have right a little now. rumble match because <laughs> I'm gonna take the side of like, no, I don't. I don't want this to be. I'm this is. Changing it to something different than um, the FCC in, uh, what is it, 2015 did? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, we need to make this change. Okay. Now, I want to be very clear. I'm I'm still very torn on this. Um, uh, Very torn on this. I'm just saying, for the sake of argument in this case, to role play this out a little bit. And to come off a little bit as like you need you need to get both sides. There's such sure. we feel like there's this concept of you're this is, seems to be so cut and clear. Why aren't why isn't this you know why isn't this free for everybody? And there's some things that yeah we want to role play this out. A little yeah. Bit, so okay. What's okay? Let's let's start with the basics. What is net neutrality? What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> That's the problem. That's one of the big problems okay. right there. Man. Oh, we're starting right away, huh? Well, yeah, that's, I mean, in 2015, net neutrality was, I honestly feel like it meant one thing to begin with. And by the end of it, okay, it was changed. Okay. What do you, what do you mean by that? Uh, see, that's the problem. It's so hard to get a clear, concise data source. I will admit that, yes. Doing research for the episode, I'm like... What you guys have to freaking get on the same page here because right. there's so many conflicting, uh, yeah. Basically, from what I understand, is net neutrality would be a proposed set of rules for the internet, right? That would essentially, um, limit or not allow ISPs, so internet service providers like Comcast, Verizon. Uh, in the Midwest, it's Midco, uh, Quest, you know, yeah. 
Century Link. Basically, well, the yeah, last, yeah. the last, the last link to your, uh, or yeah, Century Link quest. I've really dated myself there. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, the, <laughs> the last mile or the last like hookup to the internet from your house to the ISP, it would prevent them from um, essentially throttling different traffic, uh, mm-hmm. creating fast lanes. Um, it it would stop them from actually, you know. Basically saying, "Hey, a lot of you guys are using Netflix. We're gonna we're gonna slow it down a little bit right. because we have a really cool um, product called Verizon Flix or, or Comflix or whatever." Right. It's it's a it's the idea that, and I should say, throttle things down. It's not that currently the model right is right now. You pay for a certain amount of like download speed, right? right. And I guess upload speed at the same time too. Yeah. But the difference here is instead of it being a download speed for um, like NBC.com, which is Comcast owned or something right. like that, right? Right. Let's say, let's just for, for the sake of argument, let's say that's getting 20 megabytes download. Well, and then you could get the same amount for um, Netflix, but instead they throttle it to three. Right. That's 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 the net neutrality that most people are understand correct. is like that I don't like that. That's right. not a good thing. I don't like that. So let's talk about your and well okay. kind of where my, we, my 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 big my big qualm. My okay. Big qualm. Go ahead. I paid for that. I I paid to set things up for you. Okay. Okay, consumer. Yeah, you like that Verizon tower that you have that gives you wonderful internet access? Yeah, I paid for that. Sure. Okay. Okay. All those cables that run to your house that provide amazing internet into your house. Yeah, I paid for that. I paid for that. And the net neutrality concept that was issued in 2015, correct me if wrong, the United States Title a title two, yep, which is classified as utility. Now, there's some things here that I'm. This is where it gets a little unclear to me. But think of it this way: for those for those of you that really and quite frankly, I'm kind of one of you. Okay, just want to be clear on that. Like that, really want to have just open internet, no limitations on anything. Okay. Um. Think of it this way, though. Put yourself, put the shoe on the other foot for just a little bit, okay? <laughs> just to make it easy. I don't just, like wearing just, other people's shoes. Hey, either. I know, but <laughs> sometimes you got to do it, okay? You got to understand some stuff. Okay, you have, uh, for you that are renting, I'm sorry, this is probably not going to be as cool, but you that you have a house. Okay. You know, renting, you know, renting is fine, fine, whatever. The space you live in, you're right. paying money every month for that. Correct. That is yours. Right, that is yours. Well, let's let's technically okay, that is okay, the fine. This you, isn't okay. This isn't the greatest analogy. I admit. All right, this. sorry. Let me let but me stop jumping in. How do I say this? You're putting money into something Correct. that is yours. Yep. Okay. Fine. Whatever. You decide what that is in your head. All right. And then I come in the government and say, uh, no, 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 no. Um, well. Yeah, I mean, you did pay for that, but guess what? We're classifying that as utility, which is like a public, yeah, a public free thing. And you're like, okay, hold on a second. Now let's actually 
play the role of these cable companies. I paid hundreds of thousands, probably millions of dollars probably to billions, lay, actually. Yeah, to lay down the the network that you are utilizing. And you're going to come in here and tell me that all that money that I spent and and uh it's just whatever. Also, by the way, making that a utility does not necessarily mean, and I can't find anything to back this up, that the government's going to help with stuff moving forward. Hmm. Right? You are still going to... These companies that have got this limitation put on them, they can't... Like, they still have to maintenance themselves. Right. Right? right. There's not going to be some sort of... You're making this like a public works, a public... What do you, you call it? You, public utility. Public utility. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong. I, we still play for public utilities. We pay the city of Sioux Falls and stuff like that. Right. For water and things like that. I mean, fine. But but it, but that's taxpayer dollars. I'm not still factoring into that a little bit. And in this case, I don't think that's the case. So what unless, unless that's going to change now. I don't know. So what you're saying is that this is... I mean, one could okay. One can argue that the the subscription fees that I've paid to Comcast or whatever company that's actually what paid for the for the network, right? So generally, so basically, comes it does come back to me, right? But I'm I, hey man, but listen, I see I, what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying to me as the company <laughs> right now. I know what you're saying, but. You know, in all honesty, you using Netflix, you using YouTube all yeah. the time, Surge, because you just binge watch all the time. You know what? You guys, I don't like. I don't like you watching all those crisper, crisper playlists on YouTube these days. Oh man, this is <laughs> Peter. I sense a like a righteous anger in your tone I'm, I'm here. Just, I'm just trying to play this out. Okay. Fine. Make this personal. Okay. Right. So um, you're you're abusing up so much bandwidth. Sure. You're 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 draining putting a drain on the s- system because guess what? There's thousands, millions of you that do that. Yeah. And that and and um uh and that co- that costs stuff. Um if we work in we work in the web, you yep. and I do, right? Yep. Um, there's a lot of services, especially when it comes to video outside of YouTube, by the way. Right. YouTube just takes your data, but that's another episode. But but for all these video hosting platforms, you pay based on a bandwidth amount per month. Correct. Right? Right. Okay. So there's a cost to that, even though I can't since I'm not in that world completely, I don't know what that cost is. I'm just saying there is a cost to that that is probably fairly decent. So, anyways, I say all that to say that... Okay. I'm, I'm going I'm to stop right now for a little bit. Go, you go ahead. You, you, you mull that over a little bit over there. <laughs> I'm trying to find... <laughs> I'm trying to find the, the point of attack on this conversation, Peter. Um. Okay. Basically, I you're saying, it, man, you're I saying this is free. Network. This is a free speech issue. Uh oh, man, is that really what I'm saying? Maybe. Um. 
It's well, okay, maybe maybe not free speech. Is, 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 does the uh, it's a property rights it's a property rights basic uh, component, isn't it? Right. Well, and I, it, there's some there's some things here that I don't think are quite applicable, but it's it's like, hey, you're making a public good out of something that's proprietary to me. Yeah, I I definitely see your point where as the company. And okay, everyone like everyone rails on on the the corporations. They're evil. They're, they're blah evil, blah blah. Whatever. Well, they're not really evil because you're getting your Facebook likes when you're out in the middle of the desert, or you're on a mountain. You can still get reception in some places. Right. Like, come on, guys. That's that's pretty incredible that we get that. And the company you know i i can i can see your point where the company says hey we've over the last years we've we've spent billions of dollars building out this network hiring people dealing with labor costs um insurance for workers right uh working with governments buying up spectrum remember that was a big thing in the, a couple of years ago buying up a bunch of different spectrum um, getting new players into the market, like we didn't have AT and T for for a while here in South Dakota until they bought out a bunch of spectrum, and now we have more competition with AT and T. That kind of stuff you're saying is actually it's funny you bring that up. Okay, <laughs> that's also the, actually the AT and T thing buying up the towers here. Yeah, that actually was a also a government decision. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, that's right. It was. When, yeah. They had to diversify. Okay. Yes, right? This is actually another relevant thing, though, because w- this is the government stepping in. Like, the when Verizon, which is, by the way, in the, st- in the state of South Dakota where we live, Verizon pretty it's, much is king. Is king. Oh, yeah. Is king of the cell tower world. Yeah. So when Altel, which also was in South Dakota, yep. Verizon purchased Altel, there were four states that. The government said, uh, no, you can't do that because of monopoly rules. Sure. And so it kind of went up for auction or whatever. And so AT&T bought the Altel Towers in this state. And so thus began that. Right. I remember that because I was a... Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying is, however, this brings up a good point. This brings up a great point. As even a company, I would even probably agree with this. Competition is more so the solution here. Okay. At least, step back, I'm not the company anymore. Competition would be this. This would be the thing that would solve a lot of this. Right, because you've got some places where you literally have no choice. You are, right. um, I think, I think there's a, we have a suburb called Brandon in yeah. Sioux Falls, around Sioux Falls. And for a long time, and maybe it's still today, they had, I mean, they have one option for, cable tv and internet like that's right. it you have one option and it's like well it's next to sioux falls which has we have like two or three options i think we have uh century link and and yeah. you know anyways when you're faced with that one option i mean you have the the company can really do anything they want they can start increasing their fees anytime right right and so what you're saying is if we have people so but doesn't that okay doesn't that just thinking out loud here doesn't that kind of defeat what you're saying because then would this new company that comes in would they have to lay their own 
pipes essentially or they have to lay yeah. their own they would probably but a lot of these see is that the most efficient way use of um resources i mean you know that you know that okay every home in brandon south dakota is connected yeah. some way or another right but they're using this other company's connections well you're not going to use mine because i paid for them <laughs> why why would i let you when i spent billions of dollars yeah come in and leech off my system as my competitor and that so, doesn't even make sense so these new proposed neutrality rules they want to classify internet as a utility, utility which would basically say uh no provider and brandon you're gonna have to share to this new up-and-comer that wants to come in and, and use the lines. Oh, uh, maybe. I mean, see, that's where things get so murky. That, okay. Quite frankly, yeah. I mean, could somebody come in and start arguing that? And that's – and so, I, but basically what I'm saying is there are places that do have good competition where there's four or five options. Sure. And honestly, that would be in a you know, – more beautiful world yeah that would we probably wouldn't be having this issue we wouldn't be having this discussion um and you know and then there's there's the moments when google puts up puts up google fi in the areas where they're in Mm -hmm. and that makes internet free well taking every quote-unquote free get off you but yeah yeah and so okay so, okay, I th- so I, I mean, think I follow so, along so with that changes that changes. It's think of it this way, and this is something that at least and, and to those that don't leave the United States, I, I still hope you're tracking along with us here. Um, hopefully, you have some some of this as well to help understand this. Your your cell phone, right? There's different companies that run your mm-hmm. cell phone plan. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? What has competition done? Even for Verizon. Which actually is pretty much the dominant force in the whole United States, actually, technically. Yeah. Right. Not even just South Dakota. It was in South Dakota prior to even the United States, but yeah. Um, What what competition has done is it's forced Verizon to be like, okay, we need to create an unlimited data plan. Right. Because of T Mobile. Because of T Mobile, because of Sprint. Yeah. That competition, that pressure, they're sucking people off their system and like, okay, we got to, we've got to figure out a way. Okay. Side note, it's unlimited to 20 gigabytes, and they kind of th- throttle you down a little bit. But anyways, the – so it's just really unlimited, maybe not. I don't know. So there's a, there's just like quote marks around everything that – Probably. It's unlimited. It's free, you know, free Wi-Fi, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's there's really – There's everything. always a cost to something, yeah. So – but nonetheless, what that did is – I mean, it does take a person a lot to use 20 gigabytes of yeah. bandwidth in the phone. So, so – Okay, let me kind of, from an ideological perspective, mm-hmm. this is where I think um, I I would, you know, with my political views, I, I don't actually follow along with what, um, you know, a, a conservative or a classical liberal would, would typically go with, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I actually agree that we need to have, maybe, maybe neutrality is such a powder keg term now. Right. Maybe that's part of it. We need to have a free and open lane internet. Right. So, you know, one you know one thing let's let's say I want to start a company and I want to have a website. Hey, you know, I'm starting a right. uh, an app or something, right? Mm-hmm. Or a social network. With net neutrality, what what I would need to do is basically 
publish it to the internet and that's it. I wouldn't have to contact any ISP. I wouldn't have to, you know, pay any lobbyist money to make sure that I'm getting the right connection. I just do it just like you do today. Right. And so I believe that is a fundamental part of the internet and that's really how it should be run is you have something you want to put on the internet, go for it, do it. And actually you, we're not going to hold you down. We're not going to, you know, there's how many social networks are there? There used to be a lot, a lot more now. There still is a lot, but Facebook is getting the same treatment as um, MySpace, which is still surprisingly around today. Yes. You know, you're, you are not discriminating between um, U.S. Bank and Wells Fargo or, um, or you know, Core Trust Bank or some local community bank that you have in town here. Versus a national provider. Versus, yeah, versus... A Wells Fargo. Yeah, Citibank. Citibank. You, you're, you're not discriminating, and that's, that's a huge part. You know, I think, honestly, users don't care. They just want... They just want to be on the internet as fast as possible. I don't think people care. And that's why competition would solve a lot of this, because ultimately that, right. that theme would continue to press into the system until it, it got its so, way. But, let's pull on that string here. Really. Yeah. So Com- competition, okay. But, okay, okay, yep. Competition. I'm, 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 I agree with you. Competition would definitely, it, it usually is, um, it equalizes things a lot hmm. in, in some ways. Um but maybe with with the the tech that we have here, um, at least in its current stage, mm-hmm. competition would be very difficult. You know, there's probably that's probably true. Um, Think of inventing a new railroad. You know, inventing well, a new okay, a new wheel for the railroad, which is super awesome, and okay, blah blah blah. This, this isn't the 1860s anymore. Okay, I'm I'm let's. <laughs> I'm going to take you back there, Peter. I choo-choo-choose to go down this road. <laughs> We're going to go back to the 18... 18- I mean, think about it. There's somebody invents a crazy new wheel that, that can withstand a bunch of stuff, and they're like, oh, we need to build... We're going to build a railroad company because this wheel is so great and blah, blah, blah. You would actually... You could not use the existing railroad tracks we have laid out, which is thousands upon thousands of miles. You'd have to start over and build brand new. You'd have to build new tunnels. You'd have to build new yeah. bridges. Yeah. That's going to stop a lot of competition from coming into the marketplace is what I'm saying. Well, that's, that is a really good point. <laughs> but but and, and honestly, this is, you know, the railroad thing is maybe not the worst analogy here in this case. But now you, what you're telling me is all the work that I've done, you just fired up a bunch, let's say five competitors jump in the market yeah well guess what they're all using the same line right that would mess things up as well that's true you you, you've got you've got you've got i don't know this maybe isn't the greatest analogy and maybe and maybe somebody could say it's a little bit different comparing it to an actual train but you've got 10 trains on there and all of a sudden five more competitors come in there now you got 50 well that changes yeah the speed of things just logistically, logistically, yeah. it totally does. You're right, and I, and I feel like there's there's a level of that right now that would have to be the place. You know, this I, I would say. You know, one thing I want to be clear about is there was a time five years ago 
six years ago. When we first moved here in 2010, there was a company that was attempting to do wireless internet mm-hmm. for this for the city here. Okay, a, comp- a private company. I think I remember that. Yeah, right. They failed. Why? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> and maybe you could say that technology wasn't. Um, it it was maybe too too soon or something like that. Uh, there's probably some truth to that. Uh, but that's one of those things where I understand your what you're saying though is you would think that, you know, doing something like that would probably be a lot cheaper than having to lay down line all over the place. Absolutely. But and that that's kind of my point is I, I think that um once we get to the point where we can start providing internet at reliable uh fast speeds without having to uh dig you know like literally dig in the ground and and lay wire Mm -hmm. something like kind of what elon musk is proposing he's got this satellite company that um he's his way into every podcast i know he does we love you elon musk he he's looking to send like thousands of little satellites out and they would all mesh together and provide network yeah complete coverage for internet uh Throughout the entire world. So something like that. But even that costs money. That costs Elon and the company millions and millions of dollars to send that out there. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is this is a tough one. I, I think we're we're definitely going a different direction than than you hear the the talking Absolutely. heads. Absolutely. Um I know John Oliver has this really I mean, this is really kind of what propelled him into like kind of the, the famous so, yeah. status. He's got this huge rant against net neutrality. Um, Which, by the way, or, I loved. I really did. Yeah, it was that. funny. We, it's hilarious. We loved it, yeah. It's hilarious. Um, you don't hear this side of things, though. No, you don't. And I'm, I'm, I appreciate you bringing that up because, you know, as, as a business owner, I mean, yeah, like you can you can really see how this is you know this is another example of government coming in and like like it's like eminent domain for your yeah <laughs> for your eminent tech yeah. it's like oh we're just going to go ahead and open this up for everybody right right now, so now you as a as a company as a provider you have really no incentive to um to spend money on upgrades you know maintenance perhaps mm-hmm. who who that's that's the question. Is who then, if it's a public utility, who is then responsible for upgrades, for maintenance, for all that stuff? Right. That's that's a good question. And I think we don't know it. We right don't now. know it's we it's it hasn't been challenged enough. Huh. Right. Okay. I mean, in the sense of like it hasn't been. Well, partly, it, I don't net neutrality hasn't been out long enough. I feel like for that to really come to a head, maybe. Now. At the same time, let's actually go to the argument that is most popular out there today. Okay. That I want to touch on that I actually do really appreciate and I like. And probably is at the end of the day still the thing that I help I come back to is um uh because I don't I don't know. It's it's hard for me to not say no to this. Competition. Ironically, what I just talked about 
with competition as far as from the company side of things. Yep. Gets flipped because there's competition as far as people creating, um, you know, comp creating services that require a lot of bandwidth that for startup capital, they don't maybe have a lot to, to utilize. And, um, you know, if you're going to throttle them compared to a Netflix or let's say even throttle Netflix, right? whatever, but you throttle a startup and then you throttle Netflix, who do you think is going to get hurt the most? Totally. The startup. Yeah. Right? Netflix has established user base. Established they just, user they just base. pay more. Pay more, right? Now, I would... Mm, there's a part of me that would, would say, just for what it's worth, probably a startup like a Netflix. Okay, that's probably not true. We necessarily get to pay a lot of groups. But the concept of like a video streaming thing... Mm-hmm. I may be wrong on this, but I feel like that would still probably be cheaper, at least initially, to start out with, like a startup model, than laying down line everywhere. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. I still feel like something like that, the technology is there where we can do some crazy things, but... You know, yeah, I, currently I, right now, I still feel like we still have to lay down line in order for things to work really well for internet and cable in the house, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and there's there's new tech out there which which promises to make things a whole lot cheaper. Um, you can, I think, that's called P cell. Mm. Um, basically, you're using a different type of like cellular technology, so you're not using the the traditional LTE that we're we're doing now. It's like you, it's it's basically a small box that you can add to, t- you know, building tops. Um, you can add it. You can literally add this box anywhere, um, and I think, and uh, from there, many people can connect to it, and your connection is unique. So it's you're not like sharing a band of this. This cell tower has you know, five hundred uh, gigabytes of space, and then you've got a bunch of people on there, and so they're all using it. It's actually got a dedicated connection to your phone, and it's using the full bandwidth. Um, I think it's I think it's called P cell uh, technology. Okay, and I know that that different companies are looking into this. Um, however, it's still a ways out, right? And I think that's I mean that's where the competition would really would really spike again. Satellites maybe maybe that's another one of those things where like that's seems like a lot of money to throw stuff into space. satellites in right. space, yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas this is uh, well, we can put these little boxes on tops of buildings and in coffee shops and stuff, and then provide people this access. Uh, so I never thought about that. Yeah, the satellite thing. It's a beautiful idea. It is. It sounds like a lot of money. And quite frankly, then you also have to factor in rotation of the Earth and how fast these satellites have to go in order to stay in orbit. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. They're not, it, it, a local solution is ultimately, I don't think, even possible. Because the satellite would disappear from the area, right? It, goes, it has right. to go faster than the rotation of the Earth. So where would... Okay. Let's go down this road a little bit. Where would, when would it make sense for, for laying down pipes? When the only thing I can really think of is, let's say, a 
city has a new subdivision or something right. coming online, right? It's going to be a huge... Well, actually, and this is where I think this would be okay. I think this would be... Um, uh, well, I, somebody's got to pay for it. I understand that. So as a, as a company and even as an individual, I think this is where they could almost come together, even with the concept of utility, is the the actual encasing of how to lay down the pipe or the the lines, basically the wire. It's not really, yeah. we, we keep calling it a pipe, but it's a wire, right? Right, right. Lay down the wire. The encasing of that, that is a public utility. Okay, so the city would then essentially lay lay down the wire. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, essentially lay down the wire, or at least provide the maybe not pay for the wire itself. But does that make sense? Like have provide the the band power or something. Yeah, or so, something along that lines where it's it's more of a shared interest. Yeah. Um, so maybe companies would come in and say, "Hey, we want to have we want to offer service with our new company. Uh, we'd like to uh, pay rent for the wire, or we'd like to contribute a you know a fee or or something like that to to your to your network." And I understand not all cities could probably maybe even afford that. That's something I actually have to wonder about. But but I mean, for example, a city like Sioux Falls. There would probably be reason. Well, people come. People come here and are struggling to find homes. So um, maybe because we've got the, the demand is major so high. boom here going on, right? Yeah, but the the thing with that is that new development. If you want people to come, I mean, providing the access way for um, for in into that area. I guess most people would assume, oh yeah, so it's, it's going to be there for sure. This would be a way that would maybe help. I don't know. And as an attraction to the area, does that make sense? I don't know. Either way, if you if you do a utility, um it's one of those things where I don't know. It's it's hard not to imagine there's there has to be some sort of help from the state, the yeah, city, the, yeah. the government in some capacity. Uh so well, we'll see. I I want to thank you, Peter. I think you you bring up a really interesting side of it that does not get shared well, at all. Right? Like and everyone's like, "Oh, that's, Comcast that's is all I evil. wanted to do with this." Because yeah. uh, honestly, I'm probably still in the same boat where I'm like, you, "You, you're not okay. You're not against like, hey, we need to have unfettered access no matter right. what." I right. love. That. I want that. Yeah, I really want that. But you're thinking like, okay, but well, the look. road to get there is maybe the difference here. Sure. Of where I sure. don't, I don't necessarily like the way that we're going down. Yeah, and honestly, just just everybody knows what the, I mean, why this is coming up again is because this concept of what was enacted in in 2015 could yeah. now be changed, um, or is changing. Um, well, there's a proposal to change that because the 2015 we had, um, I think who was the Tom Wheeler was the Obama appointee. Now it's Ajit, which is Trump's appointee for the FCC chair, and and that's where the Changes coming through, right? Different, I mean, ideological things, kind of like yeah. you're saying. Probably the same. I'm sure. I'm sure Ajit is not against having unlim, you know, unfettered access to everything. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm maybe, reaching. Maybe here. we're wrong in that. Maybe but, we're wrong. But here's the here's the deal. At the end of the day, and and this is something that pretty much stays true across almost all 
for the most part, even political beliefs to a certain extent, competition, we, we would not be having this issue if there was more options yeah. for people. And and I, I completely understand that it takes a lot of investment and all sorts of stuff. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, 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 the, uh, what I'm saying here is at the end of the day, we are now literally basing this option of whether we get unfettered access currently off of, off of a government decision that could be changed every four years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you really want that? Right. It's like a, it's, it's a ping pong game, you know, it can be, it could be a totally ping pong game where honestly, if, if the, if the market can find some ways to make stuff easier, I mean, we, hopefully that would help change everything. Um, but I understand right now we're not in that we're not in that beautiful world right now. So yeah, you know I I, th- I think I have some good news for you, Peter. Um, to kind of wrap things up, I found this article on Ars Technica. Um, that is net neutrality standoff. Congress summons ISPs and websites to hearing. So this is as of yesterday. This is news. Um, the biggest website and biggest internet service providers are being summoned to con- Congress to testify about net neutrality. Good. U.S. Rep. Greg Walden, uh, actually a Republican, interesting, hmm. a Republican from the House Energy and Commerce Committee, said he is scheduling a full committee committee hearing titled Ground Rules for the Internet Ecosystem for September 7th. And I'll just read his quote. Um, Today I'm sending formal invitations to the top executives of leading tech companies, including Facebook, Alphabet, Amazon, Netflix, as well as broadband providers, including Comcast, AT&T, Verizon, and Charter Communications, inviting each of them to come and testify before our full Energy and Commerce Committee. Uh, Walden said during a Federal Communications Commission's oversight hearing this morning. So this is good news. Um, This is essentially somebody saying, guys, let's, let's grow up. Let's actually fix this problem. Um, and there's been, there's a, there's a, I, I, I like kind of like we're doing here, hearing both sides of conversation is really important to make a lasting decision, right? Absolutely. You can't just hear one side, people screaming, oh, we need to do this. The internet's going to die. Well, hold on a second. Let's consider the other side. There's always two sides. There's always two sides. And so Congress stepping in and saying, okay, we need to hear both sides, testify them before Congress. Maybe net neutrality and Title II, maybe that's not the best option for for getting a free internet. Maybe it's something completely different. Maybe it's, um, you know, setting up some really strong rules against blocking and throttling and paid prioritization. You get to still keep your network as a, I mean, that would be, that'd be a great compromise, right? Mm-hmm. You get to build on your network. You get to continue upgrading your wires and connections and all that. But as a law, you can't throttle, you can't prioritize, you can't, you can't do any of these things that the internet community is, is kind of nervous about. Right. Uh, and that would be, I think that would solve the, the problem instead of having to reclassify, you know, um, ISPs as, as utilities. Right. And Which, I hope, I hope they come to that kind of a conclusion. I, I hope there's, uh, yeah, 
the yeah i hope so i i you know if there's one thing i remember back john oliver's thing that i did find very interesting that i i completely agree with that i really struggle with um um when it comes to like you know this there the the guy was saying um the ceo of time warner i want to say or was it comcast you know we don't have a monopoly and but he went on to then say you know you can't get it you can't get comcast in like a time warner area you can't get time yeah warner comcast table. well that by definition is like a monopoly <laughs> yeah right yeah and i don't think that's a good thing i really don't think that's a good thing right i mean i, I almost would want to say if i'm congress would be like why you know, like if you have these big guys in there be like okay can't be doing so many secret business thing underneath the table here. Yeah, you've got to you got to compete against each other. Why don't you, Why don't you do this, huh? Um. Uh, for what it's worth, um, there, there we we talk about you know some of the local areas only have one option, um, and uh, ironically though, I've heard. I mean, here locally, I must say this. Here locally, the options that they have, they really like. Do they? And okay. And there's a part of me that wonders, well, what does that mean? Um, I also can understand that could totally get flipped and it could be a horrible situation. Yeah. And they don't have an option, really. Yeah. Oh, totally. That, right? You have so, a bad experience and you got, now you have literally no choice but to either move or. Just suck it up and pay. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying it's a you know the greatest alternative, but even when Verizon started doing the unlimited stuff, I mean you can still do it. You can turn your phone into a Wi Fi hotspot and yeah. and do stuff from your home totally. now and not have to use a service necessarily if you don't spend most of your time streaming yeah. stuff from home. So but whatever. Good discussion. Good discussion. I, 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 I'm actually really glad we did this episode. I am too, Peter. Um, I don't think you're going to hear this perspective much out there. No. And so I, we'd love for you to share, share this episode. Um, yeah. I, it's a, it's definitely something that, you know, laying out the whole story really does help you understand the story. Well, and for what it's worth, I, we have to both, we're, we're going to admit we're not the, we're not experts on this. Even. No. And quite frankly, that's what's hard right now is it's hard to find somebody who who completely unbiasedly comes unbiasedly to the story. Unbiasedly can to say the table, that. Yeah. And that's yeah. and that's hard. And we and that's where as researchers, if we want to get down to the like unbiased level, it's hard. And so and and, and I want to be very clear. I sound like I'm just oh man. <laughs> You know, screw you, title two. I mean, it sounds like it hey, sounds like I'm like that right now. You, but two. I, I feel like I have to defend something there in order to at least have the conversation of of why is this an issue for these companies, right? Yeah. Um, because because honestly, I, I see both sides here very very well. Yeah, and it's and I'm and I'm I'm very torn. It is, yeah. It's. Uh, I'll be honest. It's more of a principle thing versus like. No, we have to. We have to allow this to be available to every. I mean, I. That's one of those things I struggle with. So. Yeah, and I think. Um, I think things will. Uh, again, we'll, we'll probably know a little bit more coming in the next couple months um, where the decision is had. I know the internet had a um, 
there was a day like July 12th, I think it was. Yeah. Um, where there was like basically protests from, you know, every tech company right. out there. Like some of them were like fake throttling, you know, like loading images slower in the, on initial load and things like that. Right. That's great. That's like, that's the beauty of America. Like we can get together and we can protest things that we don't like right. and we can exactly. petition the government. And that's, that's important to do that because it that helps totally convey is. like, what would this look like if you started throttling totally, stuff? Totally. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, so thanks again for listening to the future rake podcast. Um, again, we're happy to be back and, and I think we, we had a really fun time with this conversation and hope you guys can, uh, can learn a few things from it as well. Um, you can check us out on futurebreak.net. That's our homepage, our web address, our Everything. life on our place on the internet, our, our little, little internet. corner. And, uh, you can see all of our past episodes we started kind of blogging a little bit, um, so we have an article about... The Serge started blogging a little bit. <laughs> I got to give him credit. The credit Hyperloop. is due. Thank uh, you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna find some of these gems and, yeah. and blog about them, but um, where else can you find us, Peter? Yes. Well, did, we didn't talk about iTunes yet, did we? No. No, we didn't. Yeah. So, well, actually, this moves up... Apple, Apple ap- Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Oh, man. Got to get this branding thing now, right <laughs> now. Thank you, Apple. Um, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Um, and do you hear this from almost every podcast? Oh, please rate and review and subscribe. Yeah, yeah. There's some truth to that. It does help us. But more than anything, if you find value in this, we'd just love to have you share it with your friends. Um, appreciate that. Also, we're not gonna lie. We're pretty pumped. The fact that we're on Spotify, super pumped, and um, not too many podcasts are able to do that. And we have to thank the Podglomerate for helping us totally. achieve that. Yeah. Um, and once again, we highly recommend you check out the Podglomerate. Um, there's a show for everybody. There. There's a show for everybody there, and uh, um, yeah, we're excited even to see where all that all goes. Yep. So. Finally, check us out on Facebook. We're at Future Break Pod yep. Cast, and on Twitter, we are at Future Break Pod love interacting with you we'll send out some some fun uh some uh you know polls and different things like that we'd love to hear where you guys are from so all right we're signing off we're signing off have a magical day take care everybody cheers (laughs) 